Welcome back to the Native AZ Sports Show. We have a breaking Native take. Mr. Dalton, take it away. What ah, on a five-year contract for $31 million, the Phoenix Suns have hired Frank Vogel. Man. <laughs> one of us feels meh. Oh, the other man. one, Nick Patak, feels more or less solid in the hire. But yes, we're going to talk about Frank Vogel taking over as the new head coach of your Phoenix Suns. Today is June 2nd, 2023 on the Native AZ Sports Show. We have a breaking Native take. Breaking Native take. Frank Vogel hired as the Phoenix Suns head coach, the defensive mastermind, the guy who leaves a little bit to be desired offensively from a creativity perspective, is the new head coach of your Phoenix Suns. Ben, your initial thoughts on the hire. Uh, I we, I know what you feel, so just let it rip. So I'm upset, and, and the, I'm just going to start at the top. I think it's well known that I'm upset that Monty was fired because I think a guy who won coach of the year has led us out of the abyss at 64 wins with a restructured roster, deserved another chance to come in. And as, as he's built this culture to, to get a shot to restructure the roster, especially if you're keeping Kevin Young on staff. To me, that's number one. Okay, so you're going to let Monty go. In my opinion, you're only letting Monty go if you know that you're getting a guy that is 100% better than Monty Williams. This is where we differ, but I'm just going to say my piece. I don't think that Frank Vogel's better. If it's Ty Lue coming in the door, okay, I can convince me of that because his X and O's on offense and defense, fantastic. Not Ty Lue, not Nick Nurse. Okay, maybe it's Kevin Young. Maybe Kevin Young was the voice in the room that was really this offensive mastermind. We've heard rumors that Book and KD really wanted Kevin Young. Um, he could come and at least continue the culture that Monty built. Okay, well, now you go out and you hire Frank Vogel. To me, he's not a better coach than Monty Williams. He has a championship. He's done well in the league. He's a good coach. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I feel like we take a step backwards with the hire of Frank Vogel, who couldn't make the playoffs the last two years with the Lakers, um, couldn't make it work with Russell Westbrook. Not a lot of people can. Couldn't make the playoffs. Of course, there were some injuries. He got kicked out of Indiana. He hasn't been hired in the last uh, coaching circle. I think you had Kevin Young there as, as, as a clear candidate that a lot of people like as maybe this next up and coming guy. And you could have brought in a lead assistant and I would have felt a lot better about that. Frank Vogel, great defensive mastermind. Problem with the Suns the last year was that we couldn't figure out how to offensively run a perfect set to fit Chris Paul or KD or Booker's or Ayton's uh, capabilities. Now you're bringing in a coach who has historically struggled figuring that out. And you're saying, okay, go figure it out. I just, to me, it smells of Ishbia coming in with a little bit of a Jerry Jones vibe and saying, hey, I want a name. Hey, I want KD. I want to give up a lot to KD. And I, this is how it's going to work because this is a splash and this is how it works in the Twitter sphere and the ESPN sphere. And this is how I want it to happen. When structurally speaking, it's not always going to work like that. Am I going to get behind the hire? Of course. But I'm upset today. I'm upset today. And good for Monty Williams for getting $13 million and being the highest paid coach of the year because he sets the culture and he deserves it. And I'm done. <laughs> We're also mad because I wasted Ben's time for 10 minutes before the episode because I didn't have my audio on, which is just another uh, journey in the podcast world. But no, you make some good points, man. You make some good points. Um, here, I'm going to give you one, one thing. How do we know Nick Nurse is, I guess, a better coach than Frank Vogel? Because aren't they both technically known for defense, and they're both a have a you know a couple things maybe 
I don't know. There's there's been some stuff that says he's a decent players coach, Frank Vogel, where Nick is maybe a little more abrasive. Some guys at the end were starting to get a little bit like, do we really know Nick is a better coach? No. And and, and that's a fair statement. It's probably recency bias there. And right. and doesn't sound like Nick is a good culture setter. And yeah, Frank's gonna come in and probably not, you know, rock the boat very well. I wasn't really huge on the Nick Nurse hire either, you know. But Similarly, they kicked out right. Dwayne Casey, who was a good culture guy, built the program, and then Nurse won it. So I could have maybe understood that as maybe a similar thing happening right. for the Suns. So I'm going to reference a tweet Gerald Borgay just said. Frank Vogel's reputation as a defensive specialist is certainly warranted. Here's where his teams have ranked in defensive rating. 10th, 1st, 1st, 8th, 3rd, and then there's an asterisk, <laughs> Orlando Magic. So Orlando taking shots. Uh, 24th, 20th, those were the times he was coach of the Magic. Third, first, and 21st. Clearly, he knows defense. He knows how to do good good defensive rotations, good schemes, protect backdoor, protect the paint. He's always had a good rim protector in Miles Turner, Anthony Davis. I'm very curious to see if Frank Vogel comes in and goes, can I unlock this annoying enigma but insanely talented deandre ayton as our versatile do-it-all big or are they still 100 percent gung-ho on trading him that'll be interesting to see because in theory if you have to wonder in theory deandre ayton would be an ideal roam hedge on the ball uh, on top of a screen do everything defensive big man obviously the deandre ayton we saw in the playoffs was horrible because he quit on the team and there's a lot of things that happened that were unfortunate. I think it came down to Monty and Chris and those relationships and some other factors. But I'm very curious to see if um, if they keep him because in theory he'd be one of the a big that they would need. Or what do they do? Uh, you're right in terms of offensively. I think that's the critique on Frank Vogel in terms of in, in a friend of the show. Uh, your your one of your best friends and uh, the lead coach at Mountain Point High School, Kamar Price, talks about he's he's not that Frank Vogel is not the most creative offensive guy. The hope is you get Kevin Young to stay. Uh, you as a coach, you know, that's the I hope. Take your- that's the hope, Nick. It is, and and like you said, but, but you as a coach, it, it's a weird. It'd be a weird dynamic in some regards that the guy that was he- interviewing for your job, being Kevin Young, is now your lead assistant. There, there could be an odd dynamic if they can make it work and have honest communication, and and Kevin can run the offense and Frank can run the defense and and does all the like. There's a clear hierarchy. It'd be a great combo. Do I right. think it's going to happen? Probably not. Probably not. Because I put myself in that position and I say, okay, like I'm an assistant coach for Kamar, right? So let's say I wanted to be a head coach and then Kamar left. Kamar got let go. And then I was the guy I thought was in line. And then Kamar gets a job somewhere else. And I'm thinking I'm going to get the job. And then I don't. And they hire someone else and they say, hey, Ben, we really like your offensive set. So we want you to be under this guy. But then the guy, Kamar, that left and gets another job, he says, Ben, come over here. Like, go through one more coaching cycle. I'm going to have your back. You're going to get a lot. Detroit's going to pay a lot of money this year. We're probably going to make the playoffs. It's going to make me look good. It's going to make you look good. You're going to have a job. You come in, Frank is disastrous. Maybe it sets you back. You don't know, Frank. Like This is not the ideal situation. They just screwed you over. Why are you coming back? The only way I see it as a possibility is if Ishbia does kind of what Detroit did to Monty and says, we're going to make you the highest paid assistant in the league. You come back. Splash that cash. Splash that cash. And Vogel's got to be cool with it because he's got a guy now looking over his shoulder yeah, that everyone's saying yeah. is maybe the next up and coming. And if stuff goes south, it's pretty easy to let go of Vogel, especially if Ishbia is just throwing around cash and got money back now. 
because of the Monty Williams hire for Detroit, doesn't pay after right. Pay money. Big, why don't you break that? That's an interesting piece. Not that it really matters to fans because it's Matt Ishbia's money. It doesn't affect the salary cap. Break down what you're just saying about the fact that the Suns don't have to pay the rest of Monty's contract. So most sports contracts, NBA contracts for coaches included, when you fire a coach, it's still guaranteed money. So you have to pay him as long as he's not working. And as and if he gets a job, typically that's for less money. You still have to pay him out a certain amount. But it becomes a wash if that coach gets hired and he ha- and he's making more money elsewhere. Monty Williams now making thirteen million dollars a year was making seven with the Suns. Ishbia doesn't have to pay it anymore. Detroit's on the hook for basically that contract. He can't double dip. So now Ishbia, his own cash, it's not salary cap, it's not team cash, frees up the money to pay for maybe some more expenses for the Suns. Allows them to maybe go overboard a little bit on some hires. Theoretically, he in past CBAs, more luxury tax, et cetera. He saved $7 million, right? A year? Yes, $7 million, I think over three years. Over three years, so $21 million, right? Yep. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, it's still that's still a huge expense, $7 million a year that Ishbi doesn't have to spend. I, I, I like the Vogel hire... I, I can understand that is he really better than Monty Williams overall remains to be seen. Frank Vogel is a championship. Granted, Frank Vogel had LeBron James and Anthony Davis and a bunch of really good, decent role players. So it'll be interesting to see. The biggest thing will have to be how does Frank Vogel then interact with James Jones or is there a new general manager that comes in? It's probably James Jones as of now. It's probably James. So like, how do they interact and go, give me... Who who does Frank who does Frank say I want these guys on my team? Uh, one guy uh, I'm going to call it right now that will be on the team will be Frank uh, Dennis Schroeder. I am going to call it right now that Dennis Schroeder will be uh, a Phoenix Sun. I just feel that because that was something that was circulating on Twitter that was like guarantee he's going to try to bring in Schroeder. I think Schroeder is a free agent. It just wouldn't shock me, you know. That's yeah, a good pickup. Uh, but and you know what's going to happen too? Guard. We're trading Landry Shamit to Detroit. Yeah, so, Landry yeah. Shamit, I am your real estate agent. Get me a <laughs> listing appointment. Brother, you are gone. First, first order of business for Monty Williams, go get me Landry Shamit. Go get me Landry Shamit. Give me la- – <laughs> last shot, I want Iguodala. You know I that want, like, clip? Martians <laughs> pointing at Earth. I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala. That is Monty Williams wanting Landry Shamit. And you know what? Best of luck to Monty. We love you uh, as a person. Uh, I think there is a lot to be, in some ways, in my opinion, left to be desired from an adjustments and other perspectives. Uh, let's let's look to to Frank. I mean, one thing that the Phoenix Suns struggled with in the Nuggets series, uh, uh, granted, it's Nikola Jokic. I mean, they got abused defensively, and I know Denver is doing this all, you know, all playoffs basically. But the defense to me was not good enough, um, and defense was championships. Toughness was championships. Now. Denver is probably there's a very likely chance Denver wins uh, the finals. But here's an interesting thing I was just thinking about. Frank Vogel's team was pretty big size wise at all positions in a lot of regards. I wonder if Frank goes, we need a bunch of guys and look at the, look at the Denver Nuggets size and go, we need a bunch of guys like we, we, we can't do any too many small guys. We had so many small, thin guys campaign Landry Shamit. And you had Chris Paul. You had a lot of guys who were just really lean. I think we need a lot more size at our positions, even at point guard, uh, on the wings, at power forward. 
so I'm curious to see how Frank constructs the roster and who his top eight to nine yeah. are that he wants. Yeah, it's it's a copycat league, Nick. So you know, if Denver wins it, you know they're a bigger team, and it's all going to be like, what's how are you going to stop Jokic? Even if Miami wins it, though, they're a strong team and they play hard, and the Suns haven't had toughness, so you know they're going to add that. Um, going in, and and I do want to say like Frank Vogel is a good coach. He just doesn't move the needle for me, and he's he, he seems does. to wear out his welcome quickly. Where uh, Kevin Young for me was like, oh, this could be a guy that lasts a long time. Like I seriously doubt Frank's around longer than his contract unless something great happens because he just seems kind of like this five year guy, um, which always a little bit scares me. And I could be totally wrong. And Frank's a little bit older as well. So I just saw a tweet too, Nick, and I hate this. Really hope it doesn't happen. Uh, David Fisdale for the lead assistant coach. Like, haven't, hasn't this guy failed enough? Like, how many chances are we going to give him? Take that Campbell for data. Yeah, take, take that, that for, data. for data. Like, dude, yeah, he's yeah, been run yeah. off. Like, if you want to bring him in as a fourth guy on the bench, fine. But give me someone else besides him. The hope like, is, the the hope scenario is they is Kevin convince Young. Kevin Young to stay. The hope is that they convince. But Kevin Young is going to go either to Detroit as Monty's lead assistant, or he's going to take the Toronto head coaching job, or maybe a different one opens up. But I mean, gets paid a lot, and then they maybe there's some maybe they could say, look, in three years, if we fire Vogel, you'll be the guy. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, I am not banking on it. I would love it. Right. And I saw so I saw another tweet. All tweets. Yeah. What, um, uh, Flex from Jersey. You know, I think he's a little bit upset that people uh, called him out a lot last year. Which you know, if you're going to call the news, you got to like back it up. That's a little bit of my issue. There is, hey, if we were wrong for yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah. or if you didn't have it, you just got to say it. And I think he sometimes has issues with that. But I really mm-hmm. like some of his uh, his commentary. He said, "There's a lot that's going to happen this year. It's going to be a long off season. There's going to be a lot of change. I just don't want to tell you about it." I think Flex from Jersey's guy is James Jones, so he's still getting information. One note I want to say is, I think this spells possibly the end for James Jones unless we win a championship because you can see Ishby is coming in a little bit with Jerry Jones vibes where he's, you know, I want to make these big splashes. I'm getting KD. I'm bringing in Frank instead of Kevin Young. Um, I want experience. I want a name and I want another name. And, you know, Bob Myers we know is out there and we know that Ishby probably wants Bob Myers on the perfect scenario. And it doesn't sound like James Mm -hmm. Jones has as much power. No GM wants his power mm-hmm. taken away. Rarely do they stick around. So it'll be interesting to watch that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be very interesting. One thing on Frank Vogel, coached the Pacers to two Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, he Those took that Miami. Good. He took that Miami team to seven games. The Super Team Miami, right? Yeah, Paul, I those mean, Pacers teams were really good. That's when how long Paul George, Roy Hibbert. We had in 2021, we had a really good defensive Suns team. When we had Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and when we and DeAndre fully engaged. I'm excited to see a good defensive Suns team. You have two elite scorers in Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. You don't in some ways you need to scheme them up, no doubt, especially as Kevin gets older. You got to put them in the right positions. But it's not like a role player that you got to scheme up the perfect play set and get him a wide open three to get the most out of a like Duncan Robinson. You need to scheme up plays, for example, as a role player, get him off screens, off curls. You can't just be like, here, Duncan, here's the ball. Go dribble. Jimmy would like to man. tell you they're teammates, not role players, but continue with, with your monologue. Yeah. Teammates. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're, uh, Wendy's night crew workers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like you get book and KD, you build a lot around that. I want, Chris gone. 
I do. I, I don't think that he has the ability to accept what he is. I don't think he's ever going to be like, I'm the fourth option. I'm going to play 15 minutes, 20 minutes a game now. Like that Instagram video, I'm sorry, this is off topic of him being, I don't know if you saw that, you know, this recent Instagram video, no one's going to outwork me and uh, you might be bigger than me. And he's like getting up shots in an open gym with the shirt off. And I'm like, the awareness to you do that when you've lost three playoffs in a row, it's just tough. It's like, okay, yeah. I appreciate everything Chris has done. Appreciate everything he's done. But I'm like, it's time. I want something different. I'm, I want a bigger lead guard next to book. Terrence Mann type would be awesome. It'll be really interesting to see how this works out. Overall, I yeah. like the hire. I don't. I would have loved Tyron Lou. I like Frank Vogel. I will love it if it's Vogel and Kevin Young and they can click well. I like. If it. that happens, Nick. Okay, sign me up. Right, and and we'll probably find out here relatively quickly what happens with Kevin Young. Um, putting a staff together usually happens quick. It's and Kevin Young's either going to get another job swooped up by Monty or, or as you said. So. Super interesting what's going to happen. Kind of touching on the Chris thing. Like, yeah, it's a little bit of lack of self-awareness, but it's tough for a guy who's been, you know, point God um, to suddenly not really know where his place is when the skills start mm-hmm. to fall off. But you're 39. Like, we know you work hard, man. It's just the reality is you're just going to break down. It just, it, it happens. It happens to everyone. And it's, it's you're no exception to father time. So, and, and you have to wonder with Frank Vogel and now maybe Ishbia calling a little bit of the shots. Like, defense is going to be prime and Chris's defense just it can't hold up like it maybe used to and they're going to want a bigger guard so if he does come back there's definitely going to be a supplemental player in there even even before we knew that was going to happen but especially with Frank yep uh curious on the roster construction who do you think that's a pending free agent or we have their rights would come back I, I could see a Josh Akogi even though Josh's offense leaves a lot to be desired just because of his on-ball tenacity defensively i could and maybe he's cheap um you know i think jock landale i don't know if he fits that role and mold of what a frank vogel team would be but like if jock wants to come back for cheap for like one year another minimum deal and then he builds up his worth and then maybe he gets a big free agent deal or a bigger free agent deal after this year i wouldn't mind um tory craig frank vogel but this tory craig's an interesting one I don't think Tory will be asked to be a spot up three point shooter as much. That there's a big difference now between Monty offense pick and roll guys in the corners shooters Spain pick and roll doing a lot of like that versus I think what Frank would run. It'll be interesting to see if certain guys that had to play certain roles get to do more offensively. Uh, the big one obviously is DeAndre Ayton. If they keep DeAndre Ayton, could Frank Lo- Vogel? defensively unlock the most out of DeAndre. Can he figure out how to engage him offensively enough? I still think he's probably gone. If I had to guess, he's just so expensive. That's the biggest issue. Like Frank, that is the issue. DA is he's, he's a great defensive center when he's engaged and he fits Frank Vogel perfectly, but he's $30 million on a new CBA that really hamstrings you. So it's just, He's going to go up to 32 to 35. So and that that's matters, Nick, like Because that's, that's a vet player, two and a half. Like we just mentioned on a previous podcast, the number appears to be $151 million. If you're under $151 million, 
that you get the mid-level exception. Mid-level exception is $12.2 million. That is an insanely valuable contract for over-the-cap teams in the NBA to sign very good players. For example, we signed Jay Crowder on a mid-level deal, three years, $30 million. Jay Crowder was a great role player in the 2021 finals, and he was good in 2022. You need that mid-level exception if you are a contending team. That is what Bruce Brown might get in free agency. He's making $6 million with the nuggets, he's going to get a lot more than 6 million. Right. So like Bruce Brown. Need- <laughs> yeah. It's Bruce Brown, Bruce Brown. And you know who his, his, uh, his baby mama is. No, that's not true. I is it not true? Whole- no, it's oh, not. Okay. Oh, no, all right, that's, all Blake- right. that's Blake Griffin. Uh, are we sure? Cause it's, there's a lot of back and know. forth going on, but it's, it's interesting. A fam- it's a fam- it's a People thought it was show. KD. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what, yeah, I'm just really curious to see how the rest of the roster looks. And then, you know, going into late June and then obviously into July when free agency starts, that'll be really exciting to see how this roster is put together. I think defense is incredibly important. I think it still wins championships. I think we got really used to the Steph Curry ball era of launching a lot of threes. And then people forget that the, the Warriors won multiple titles because they also had prime Clay Thompson defensively, Draymond yes. Green, Iguodala, this guy that had a, before an Achilles injury, Kevin Durant. He was unbelievably great defensively as well. Defense still is a huge reason yeah. that the Warriors won. Right, even the Golden State, like you have to be tough. The reason Boston or Miami went into Boston Game Seven is they punked them. They punked them defensively, and there's I want that that Heat culture that I'm going to go in and I'm just going to shut you down defensively. I'm going to be nasty and physical. It it wears on you. It gets role players to shoot worse. It gets people to tighten up on their shot. It gets people to play a little bit more nervous and scared. You have more respect from the media. You get more respect from other you know teams like okay, this team's tough and physical. Like, this is going to be a long night, you know, playing against them. I I think it's good. I think offensively, they'll figure it out. Yeah, it's beautiful basketball, too. And and like you said, the 2021 Suns, they kind of played that brand of basketball. And it was really fun to watch. And and I would like to see them get back to that. So in in terms of of positivity of Frank, I I think you're going to find it. And I think that's probably going to be a mandate to find for guys coming in that are willing to buy into that. So um, it's it's good to see the NBA going back to that. I, Alex Caruso, Caruso could come if you get the mid level, especially. Um, a Brooke so, Lopez, perchance? Nas Reed would be sick. Nas Reed is my ideal. Like, if I had to yeah. pick a guy who's a teammate, role player, uh, Nas Reed is my guy because I think he's also an up and comer. If you, if you can land him on, let's say, a Dario Sark type of deal, um, that would be perfect. Yeah. You need, you need to surround Booker and Durant with two way teammates, not mm-hmm. players teammates guys that play that are dogs on both sides of the ball that would be a caruso that would be we can't afford austin reeves but austin reeves is pretty good like that um you need you know i like dante divincenzo i think he's a little undersized i like divincenzo he he plays art grant williams uh would be a good one peyton pritchard is an interesting name to keep uh, an eye out he wants to trade i mean if me and you we watched him right Uh, how about pritch and robert williams for ayton and salary to make it work. Uh, for their roles, yeah, it, it it's nice. It's, I know. it's scary yeah. to give up that much talent, but 
it's uh, it's, it's it's scary. It's, it, they're good role players, and Pritchard I think is going to excel in a where he gets more playing time. So um, the Time Lord and him, uh, I could be talked into it. it. It's just it's a little scary thinking what Aiton could be with with the right system and the right mindset. So um, I don't know what got another name for you, Nick. Bringing back yeah. Jay. Interesting. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, is he going to accept a cheap deal now that he like knows no know. one's giving him enough money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't curious, know. Curious case of Jay Crowder. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Man. Interesting options ahead. We just wanted to make an episode. Frank Vogel, Ben's initial reaction, not as excited. I think it's fine. We both agree. If Kevin Young stays on, it's a great, it's a good combo. Yep. Let's see what happens. Um, yeah, it's. You know, it's never shortage of interesting times here in the NBA. So let's see what happens. June 22nd is the draft. NBA finals are wrapping up. Um, everything is going to be very fast here. Um, a lot of guaranteed contracts coming up here in mid-June. Trades start to happen at the draft right before, and then free agency starts July 1st. So stay mm-hmm. tuned. Never ends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Have a great day. June 2nd, 2023. Breaking native take. The Phoenix Suns hire Frank Vogel on a five-year extension through the 2028 season as the Phoenix Suns head coach. We will talk to you soon in the offseason to finalize when the whole coaching staff is finalized and then talk and look ahead to free agency. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye.